No Direction Network presents Pfizercon 2022 Seminar Coverage. For more great convention coverage, check out NoDirectionPodcast.com. Why, hello there, everybody. I hope you're all doing well. I am Thurston Hillman. I will be your moderator for this panel, Adventuring During the Drift Crisis. Uh, I am the uh, senior digital developer here at Paizo, which means I'm responsible for a lot of strange and esoteric product lines that, uh, well, we'll talk a little bit about later in this panel. But before that, I want to pass it on and let my uh, fellow panelists introduce themselves. I'm going to go in the the order of which I have my panelists listed on my helpful support document here. Aha, I came prepared. That's a first. Oh, boy. Um, first up, we have uh, Jason <laughs> Keeley. Would you uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure thing. Hi. As she said, I'm Jason Keeley. I'm uh, the Starfinder Development Manager, and I have had my hand in a great number of Starfinder Adventure Path volumes and, uh, and indeed even written a module or two. Well, a module and then an adventure, but, you know. Excellent, excellent. All right, uh, next up, uh, Sol. Hi, uh, I'm Sol St. John. I'm an editor at Paizo. I'm specifically the uh, editing lead on the Drift Crisis hardcover, the uh, first Driftcasters AP, and I'm also the editing lead on uh, the Starfinder side of OP, so I've looked at all of the outlines at the very least for the tie-ins for those sides, so yeah. Awesome, awesome. And finally, uh, Jessica. Hi, I'm Jessica Catalan. I am the Starfinder Society developer. So I'm in charge of all of our Starfinder Society scenarios and our Starfinder bounties as well. Aha, see? Look at that. Look at that. We got we got a whole team here, everybody. Uh, you may be wondering, are these people qualified to talk about the Drift Crisis adventures? Well, luckily we are. They didn't just, you know, pick us because we're, we're all very pretty people. No, we are here to talk about adventuring during the Drift Crisis, which if you were here for our previous panel, you may have heard a little bit about the Drift Crisis. But as a bit of a spool up, if this is the, the panel you're catching or you're rewatching us on YouTube, um, shout out to our YouTube peeps. Uh, the Drift Crisis is our new big hardcover release event uh, for this this year for the for the Starfinder program. It really is an event that is happening in the entirety of the Starfinder setting, and is something that is a bit of an experiment for Paizo uh, in a lot of ways. We're we're doing a hardback that rather than just being oh here's rules specific to this sort of you know like content like an armory or a character operations manual or narrative that's you know focused around a part of the the space this is about an event uh, a situation where the drift our hyperspace equivalent uh, has has a breakdown and what that means for the entirety of the galaxy and so we have adventures paizo writes a lot of adventures if you hadn't noticed and so we have a lot of different options on where to adventure and so before we jump into going into all the nitty-gritty great details of all these adventures that we have coming up, which are amazing, I'm not lying here, I'm not even sugarcoating this, I'm excited to run several of them. Uh, I wanted to talk really quick with our panelists, kind of give everyone an opportunity to say what excites them about adventuring in the Drift Crisis, uh, be it from our, our you know products that are coming out, but also like what, what they're excited about personally for, for the Drift Crisis and their own adventures that they might have in it. And I'm going to start at the opposite end of the spectrum this time and start with jessica at the far end and then make our way back to keely we switch things up give me time jessica, tell me your thoughts <laughs> tell me your thoughts on the drift crisis so i think one of the things i love about the drift crisis book itself most is just the huge amount of different plot hooks that are in it and like mini campaign boards and stuff like that bring boards for further adventures and i think the thing I'm most excited for is I'm a big sucker for the drift itself and the spectra and stuff that's inside it. So I'm really excited to see what's happening in the drift and run some interesting things with the spectra. I think that's what I'm most excited for. Yeah, awesome. All right, cool. What, what, you just did a panel on this. Can you keep up the energy? <laughs> what is exciting about the drift crisis and adventuring? Go! Uh... So many things. I mean, the, I, I, I'm also on board with the Spectra. I wrote a whole adventure seed about the Spectra and how they react to the Drift Crisis um, and the things that go on in the Drift. But I'm also a huge fan of the adventure seed where you get stuck on a 
uh, on the Drift Titanic with Zoe. Like, I'd love <laughs> yeah. to run and or play in that adventure. Um, I also love the, uh, the the refugee crisis on Absalom Station. I love the things that are going down Alluvion. I love, yeah, just the chaos. Oh, the rise of space pirates. The space piracy fixing the drift, causing the drift to happen. The drift crisis causes the space piracy to resurge. And um, the first Drift Crashers AP is, not going to lie, my favorite Starfinder AP that I've read. And I've so far read almost all of them straight through. Hey, 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 real real quick shout out. Do we know who wrote that adventure? Huh? Which one? The first Drift Crashers. That, that was just dropped. That was just yeah, dropped. That's... Soul, come on! Do you know who wrote it? You're, I, I, I was trying. I was trying to bite. I can, it's okay. I, you, you I can, know Jason. I can answer that. Yes! I can answer that question for you, Thursday. That was uh, Jessica Redekop, uh First time uh, uh, writing an AP volume for us, uh, and uh, you know, uh, I didn't develop it that. That was uh, our, our former colleague Jake Tondro, but he said that she knocked it out of the park. There's so much in uh, uh, one thing that he said. I want to just repeat that there is no. There's no filler in that adventure. It's always it's everything in it uh, is is there to, to to move the story forward and to be something exciting and weird and interesting. Um, so yeah, that particular uh, uh, AP, all the all the all the volumes of that particular AP uh, go a little gonzo. Uh, the the following AP, I'll just start talking about that. My, my stuff that's my favorite. Yeah, everyone said a lot of good there we stuff. Go. Good, but, good. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'll sort of, I guess, bleed into the next, well, talking about the adventure specifically here. Um, uh, those three uh, Drift Crashers eight, uh, volumes uh, are, are, are going to come out in the next uh, you know six months or so. Uh, it's a, uh, I think I've, I've explained it before as a cross between Sliders and Quantum Leap and Lost in Space. Sort of those three things kind of mashed up. Uh, the, the drift breaks and it sends you and a, your ship and maybe some uh, some other people just sort of all over the place and here we are of course fighting uh, some devils in hell uh, on in the first volume you are first level characters who are in hell so you know take that put that in your space pipe and space smoke it um it's going to and it, that's just the first part of the first adventure and it gets even more gonzo from there uh you get to go to an alternate universe you get to go to the future you get to go to the realm of sinashore of uh, that's desna's realm you get to go to uh, a, a black hole uh, uh i'm giving away i'm spoiling everything by the way um it's fine spoilers and, uh, about uh, by the way spoilers about uh, and then there's a weird sort of four dimensional space at the, in the uh, object in the last uh, adventure that you have to explore and whatnot um uh, we, we follow that up with Drift Hackers, which is a uh, an adventure that is going to take place on Alluvion, and it's going to talk a lot about uh, the, the how the Trionites are taking the Drift Crisis and who's responsible for it in in canon, right? And and you get to solve the Drift Crisis uh, in in as, as, uh, that's our official solution. Yeah, obviously, if you do it in your own uh, home game, you can solve the Drift Crisis however you want. But the uh, uh, drift hackers, you're going to get to basically do a little hacking of the drift. There's a lot of computer stuff. There's a lot of uh, 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 cool, weird uh, uh, being uh, on Luvian since uh, Triune is a, a god of three parts, and one of those parts uh, used to be Bry. Uh, there's some clockwork stuff in there, some fun clockwork uh, material, uh, and then you get to go basically in a cool, weird virtual Tron-like realm and, and uh, solve the drift crisis from there. So I'm excited about all of that, obviously. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yes. I take that. That I, I I like how do you follow that up? You're like quantum leap black hole, like the <laughs> fighting devils in adventure one. Um, well, I know how I yeah. follow that up, and I swear I totally can. Um, because <laughs> I think Soul, you did some you did like a lot of reading through on the, the Drift Crashers uh adventure path and have been, you know, contributing quite a bit to to that. What are your takeaways from that? Like, obviously, Mr. Keeley has just given us an impassioned plea of all of the high levels. Sure. What sort of stuff do you want, people? Why, why are you sorry? We are we are excited people. Look at this. Look at this. I, like, clearly, clearly, Navasi's evil here. Also, so is mm -hmm. Altronis. Like, look at the color of that blade. That? That's 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 like dark that's, evil. That's, soul, tell us. Yeah, that's evil, Solarian. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like, 
it, like, isn't that concept cool? It, that that is a really interesting part of, uh, like you mentioned in the in the the, the 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 alternate universe that you get shifted into in the first dimension is the classic evil universe where, yeah, you the, there's mechanics w- worked in to flesh out uh, evil. You you run into evil counterparts of your your PCs, and there's mechanics worked in to. Uh, develop the evil counterparts in this world that's basically ruled by the Viscarium, and it's just it, it's a real fascinating like like uh, like you said it, the part of the reason I love this AP is it is like you said Gonzo and everything's happening all at once and it's exciting and uh, it really it really is hard it, it's exciting but also like you never lose track of it. It doesn't feel like everything's... It doesn't feel overwhelming, is the thing. Because there is a good, solid through line of uh, a, a compelling villain chasing you down and a compelling uh, disaster that you need to stop. And they're related, but they're not the same thing. And just uh, it winds up putting together this interesting puzzle that I think is really going to challenge people. And... It's just it, it's a bunch of just fun, tropey, entertaining sci-fi stuff that I think people are going to just love getting to play with. Uh, and also, Sinosure uh, in three volumes. In three volumes, yeah, it covers three volumes. Uh, and the the second one takes place mostly on Sinosure, and it's uh, a very interesting kind of it's a very nice kind of cozy setting almost a cozy it, it, i'm not entirely sure how to d- describe it um aside from the fact that it, it's very much it, it's desna's realm and it feels very much like desna and i think if you're i think if you're a fan of desna as a concept You'll really love uh, what the what our writers have come up with for Sinusure and what the the adventure allows you to explore about that setting and about the interactions with Desna because that's the other thing is that Desna winds up being the uh, the player character's kind of mentor and uh, patron, and so you wind up with direct interactions with a literal goddess, and it's very very touching in several places. I, I believe that uh, Paizo's own uh, Jenny Jarzabski wrote that one. And I only know this because I remember hearing at some point from Jenny Thirsty, I'm going to write an adventure where you can have brunch with Desna. This is a goal <laughs> of mine. <laughs> and and so, so, you know, like stuff like that is just amazing to see. And again, I, I, I mentioned it before, but like three Three volumes. Like, I I really like mm-hmm. some of the the move to some of these three volume adventure paths for for Paizo, just because you can kind of like have a complete story and also not be terrified that you're gonna have to spend like four years playing it. Like, three volume adventure path is something like people can can much more reasonably like enter into the into their gaming sphere, so to speak. And I I'm I'm just like really excited for for what drift crashers brings because it's also kind of that ap that is like where were you when this this event started right Mm -hmm. like it's it's kind of the like pulls you into all the sliders quantum leap i like everything under the sun but really it's also at its core a story of you were at this like event when it happened sort of like you know where were you when JFK was shot? Well, actually, I was pulled into another dimension and was fighting evil versions <laughs> of my in hell. Like that's kind of the the level that this adventure path brings, and and so I I really enjoy that aspect of, of Drift Crashers and what it brings to the setting and really showcases that this is an event and that Drift Crashers is sort of the first adventure path that's tying into this event. But but we do have we do have other products involved as well, and I think uh, I think our next one might be. Uh, Jessica, if you want to talk to us a little about a little bit about organized play and how it's interfacing with the drift crisis, 
Yeah, sure. So this weekend, live and digitally at PaizoCon, we're launching season five of the Starfinder Society, which is the year of redemption's rise. Uh, the Starfinder Society is still recovering from a recent digital attack known as the Data Scourge, which was our focus for last year. And they're not really in a great place, but from this turmoil, we're coming together to bring about some positive change, both within the society and within the wider galactic community. And of course, this year is also the Drift Crisis. This is not the core focus of our year, but it is definitely happening, and you should feel that. So for starters, you're going to see a higher than usual number of scenarios taking place within the pack worlds. These are places that you can reach without entering the drift. You'll also see some of the changes and trouble that these places are facing as a backdrop to our scenarios. When we do travel further afield, you can expect to see some alternative methods of faster than light travel highlighted. And most importantly, we have four adventures focused on the drift crisis. That includes our special and three scenarios. So each of our scenarios are standalone adventures, each tells a different kind of story about the Drift Crisis, and each is in a different level range. So to start us off right, we have Starfinder Society scenario, uh, no, special, 499, A Time of Crisis. Ooh. This is a special for levels one to six, written by the wonderful and talented Dennis Muldoon and developed by some guy named Thurston. So it is going to be a wonderful <laughs> scenario. This scenario. Also, do we? Glorious. I believe we have some art, don't we? For for I believe we have some art for uh, season five of Redemption's uh, Rise. Of, uh, Redemption's Rise. Uh, well, oh, the one before that. The one before that. The other one. Ah, we got hey, this, this. There we go. Space. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Our special this year dives into what happens during the drift crash itself on that very first day that the drift failed, uh, while traveling a distant to a distant star system as part of an archaeological mission. A Starfinder Society fleet is ejected from the drift, crash landing on an unknown world. And this scenario is about how they have to band together to survive. So this premieres this very weekend. So you can get out and play it live or digitally for PaizoCon. Otherwise, you can also play it at GenCon and other conventions throughout the year. Uh, other than that, we've got three scenarios. We got 5-4. This is Fragment of the Fourth. This is a high-level scenario, which is what we're starting out with. It is for levels 9 to 12. It is written by Isis Wozniakowska, releasing next month. So this scenario highlights one of the things that the Starfinder Society is up to during the Drift Crisis, which you'll see in the Drift Crisis book. Um, and that is essentially trawling. So the PCs begin aboard the Master of Stars, which is the flagship of the Wayfinders faction. And you are trawling packed space for signs of stranded people, for derelict starships, for dangerous planar matter. Other things like that, other anomalies. So our mission picks up when the Master of Stars detects an immobile starship, which is familiar to the Starfinder Society. It is the Chronicler, which is a starship captained by a priest of Triune, an ally of the Society named Accordant Contemplator 16. So the PCs are dispatched to investigate, uh, but their routine rescue mission will lead them far beyond the corridors of the Chronicler to an annexed drift beacon and into conflict with a group worshipping something known as the Fourth, we have art for this one as well that we glimpse for a yes. second. We'll see it again. It's pretty. It's pretty it's cool. There we go. Look at it. So this is one of the Triuniate people you will meet during this scenario, and I will leave it at that. They're pretty cool. I like them. You just don't want to pronounce the name. Um, we we had a whole discussion <laughs> on the name pronunciation before this panel. I'm voting. <laughs> you can call it Ken, and I'm calling them Nynemi. That's how I'm going to pronounce go. it. <laughs> I said it, so now it's true. Mm -hmm. uh, we have two others. So we have 5-7, Planar Bloom. This is a mid-level scenario. It's for levels 5 to 8. It is written by Joan Hong, and it's going to be available at the end of August. This scenario is a really fun, wacky one. So unstable planar matter has been ejected from the drift during the drift crash, and it has collided with Akaton's waste, causing regional destruction, but also rapid biological mutations and nearby life forms. But from this collision sprouts opportunity. The planar destruction has also terraformed the area into a lush verdant jungle paradise in the middle of Akaton, which is attracting citizens, scientists, multiple gangs. This is a great resource. So the Starfinders are sent to investigate the planar bloom and the revitalized town beside it to figure out what can be done. Can this growth be stopped? It's still spreading. Should it be stopped? I don't know. The choice is yours. Hit me. I want to know. <laughs> Play it and find out. <laughs> 
And then uh, our last one is number 514. So this is a low level scenario. It's for levels one to four. It is way near the end of year five. Everything else I'm going to keep under wraps for now because it is a long way out. Mm. Very fancy, very fancy. Uh, I, I'm going to pop in briefly on that because you you mentioned yeah. you mentioned four four nine nine time of crisis, which yeah, some some yeah. random other Canadian named thirsty um, did <laughs> development on. And yeah. one of the things that was really interesting about doing that interactive and what makes it a bit different, like one one, it is a second point in our drift crisis event that allows you to have that story for your character of where you were when the drift crash happened. Where again, that that sort of pivotal moment. We wanted to provide you a few different options of where your characters could be, because that way, you know, not everyone's experiencing it the same way. People are going to have different stories. Different characters are going to have different stories. Um, this really showcases that the drift crisis is an event and not just an adventure. Right? Like there, there are so many things going on that different characters can have different you know, places they were when certain things happened or even different events that happened. And Time of Crisis was our way to kind of handle the drift crisis from this, the organized play uh, Starfinder Society side of things. And one thing that was really important when I was developing this and working with Dennis on it and outlining it is unlike a lot of our interactive specials, this one does not really build on a meta plot. It doesn't build on established characters. This is meant to be very much an interactive event that is about the event and setting up this event we have, but it doesn't require encyclopedic knowledge. So if you're someone out there who has ever been interested in organized play, or you're really interested, say, about the Drift Crisis event, then this is a great way for you to get involved. I'm going to I don't know, throw all of our org play volunteer folks under the, the 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 proverbial bus here and be like, I'm guessing there might be open slots for some of these tables. So if you haven't already, you should definitely check it out uh, through our Discord and other other mediums just to see if you can get a place at, at a table and bring a first level Starfinder character and kind of live through this event and build your own stories and start your own sort of tale of going through the Drift Crisis. That's what something like this event is all about, is really about showcasing that this is an event. It's something that is going to be deeply impactful to a lot of different characters and honestly to our player base, that there are going to be stories that are going to be told about this for years to come and really shows us how this experiment works and if people like this type of event, this kind of connected narrative that isn't necessarily just one adventure. Yeah, so so that kind of hits on a lot of the the org play stuff. I think where we we have next, um, uh, as I you know continue talking because now it is my turn to actually talk instead of just <laughs> provide my yeah. usual commentary. Um, that brings us to sort of the the next wave of products that we have, which are our um, one shots, modules, and, and the like. And we've we've talked about a few of these. Um, Previously mentioned, I think, during Eric's key keynote, uh, Skitter Warp was announced, which is our free RPG day product. Uh, Jason Keeley, who wrote that again? Was that? Oh, I think that was that was me. No, I did that. I wrote that. Uh, yeah, you yeah. Maybe, you want to uh, maybe tell us a little bit about that, my friend? Sure thing. Yeah, Skitter Warp is uh, what happens when the uh, our uh, brave Skittermander iconics uh, have to deal with a problem from the Drift Crisis itself. Uh, this actually... Um, the kind of is a little bit of a, a sequel to Skitter Crash, where the Skittermanders crash on this planet uh, that is um, home to some Osharus. Uh, but now they get, so they're sort of returning, they're doing their normal salvage stuff when the drift crash hits, and these uh, storms that sort of were happening on the um, uh, uh, on this particular planet get a whole lot worse uh, and kind of. Uh, 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 warp the planet a bit in a lot of ways and kind of like mix in all the sort of planar energy so some osharos end up kind of turning half angelic and some of them turn half demonic and what happens is one of the skittermanders is still on the planet when it happens so you've got to go down and rescue your friend nako who's been sort of turned evil and then you've got to figure out how to help her become good again um, and in such that what we've done is we've taken the other three skittermanders as pretense and then we've also added in their boss Nekonechkin, the Vesk, uh, as a as a playable character now too. So you can if you if you want to play one of these for RPG Day adventures that I've been putting out for a while and you don't want to play a Skittermander, 
A, I don't know who you are, but B, uh, you can also you can you can pick the uh, the best uh, boss in this one. Uh, so and he he ends up getting helping out, being 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 helpful as well. In that best kind of helpful way, right? And the, well, you know, he's been around these his his he's been around these Gittermanders long enough that he knows how to how to be helpful. Like, Nakanechkin, I was like, he's grumpy. He likes the Gittermanders, but you know, he's just kind of real gruff about it. Awesome. Uh, so for for modules, uh, a lot of the modules that were announced, we had um, sort of Fire the Dragon and uh redshift rally which uh have been announced as as modules those ones aren't particularly uh related to the drift crisis uh but we did announce uh the case files drift crisis case mm -hmm. files which that spoiler alert is related to <laughs> uh, the drift crisis and and again i think uh jason um you might have have a bit more information on that one and then we can kind of touch on those other two modules and how they might they might be able to factor into the, to the sure. drift crisis in some if you ways. want yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah let's let's, let's 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 hear a little bit about the case files like the high level yeah. thing uh yeah drift, drift crisis case files is actually going to be kind of a um it's 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 sort of it happens sort of later on in the drift crisis and it's about solving some uh uh, uh, problems like we've got missing people and, and stuff that has happened the fallout of the drift crisis as as, as it's been progressing um and it uh you basically play uh, private investigators for the eyes wide agency uh, a sort of a psychic detective agency that uh, is on uh, absalom station um so what we uh, uh have done and uh uh our, our own Jenny Jerzebski is the one developing this, and what she did was sort of like gather a, a couple authors who are, who, you know, who are interested in the whole noir kind of thing. So it's meant to be kind of like this sort of, uh, you know, we kind of like use the phrase psychic noir uh, uh, when we were discussing this to begin with. And this one actually is a little bit of an experiment as well, because it uh, is three separate smaller adventures as opposed to one long adventure where you have in a module that actually jump around a little bit in level. Uh, so, you know, the first one is, I think, uh, around the first, you know, early levels, and then we kind of jump up uh, a couple levels after that. So you can play them all the way through. You're just going to need to bump up your PCs uh, uh, in between, or you can use these to sort of intersperse into other uh, drift crisis uh, action, you know, adventure seeds that are from the hardcover. Uh, so it was pretty cool. We've got a, uh, uh, as uh, uh, I think Jenny put it, a noir, noir on the cover. I was I was about to say which noir are we talking about? Are we talking about the color, or are we talking about our our Minotaur folks? Which we're talking about both. We're talking about both. Okay, we do yeah. everything. Seriously, the the drift crisis throws everything at the wall and sees what sticks and what flies sticks. off into yeah. the drift. Um, all right, so <laughs> that brings us to the other modules. I guess we'll uh, maybe circle on over uh, back to to you really quick, Jessica. Uh, you were you involved with with Redshift Rally? Was that a thing? <laughs> Maybe I did. They rings a bell. Um, I okay. wrote Redshift Rally, yeah, cover to cover. Um, uh, is it so like Redshift a fever Rally dream, or do you remember a lot about it? <laughs> I don't know. I write a lot. Okay, <laughs> they'll run this together at some point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Redshift Rally is an adventure where you are playing as. Uh, you're joining a racing team to represent Redshift Revolution in the big, big racing event of the, you know, the decade even. Um, and it is, oh gosh, it's a lot of fun. You, uh, it's got lots of racing. It has, um, you have to, you get to spend a lot of time in addition to racing, like socializing and getting to know all of your fellow racing teams and all these kinds of things, including one that you're probably not going to like right from the start. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with it's really Do fun. you go into the drift? <laughs> do, you, do, you ra do you race in the drift? You do not race in the drift. I'm sorry. Okay, so what you're telling me is if there was some kind of drift crisis, though, the drift might throw something into the way of one of, one of like, in the middle of your race. So if you wanted to oh, set this during the drift crisis, like, you could you just could be racing. All kinds of crazy stuff mid-race. All kinds of things go in there. Whatever you want. Anything weird you found, toss it in there as an obstacle for them to drive around or fly around. All over the place. I want to see it go crazy. Yeah, yeah I, I just want to... Yeah. I just want to, like, this, like, uh, you know, just because as you do a lot of racing, and you do pretty much every kind of racing 
that you could probably think of. You've got starship races. You've got uh, basically ground vehicle races. You've got a water vehicle race in this. It does everything but a foot race essentially uh, in this. So you've got it's just sort of like lots of lots of speed and lots of vehicles. And heck, for a slightly more subtle idea, um, if you don't want to like tie the drift crisis in as a you know dropping a brick in the middle of a race or something like that, uh, one of the 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 key like motivations for the whole redshift rally story is that the winner of this contest gets a big uh, contract to design a spaceship, and if the drift crisis is something that's happening in the background. Uh, new spaceship designs, new engine designs are going to be all that more important in a world where the drift is no longer as stable or reliable as a form of transportation as it previously was. So this is all the more important in a post-drift mm -hmm. crash world. So that's a subtle way to tie it in as well. On that note, yeah. there's a big cash prize for the winner. And if you're having trouble <laughs> from the drift crisis, that sure serves uh, solves a lot of problems. See, and, and then that, this kind of this kind of brings me to to the other module, which again isn't quite directly related to the drift crisis, but has mechs and mechs are cool, and we we have uh, to defy the dragon that's also coming out, which um, involves our our intrepid band of of players going uh, and retrieving mechs to fight a dragon with, uh, which is developed by our own Jenny Jarsabski, and really that seems like an adventure that you could toss a lot of fun drift crisis things into, even as much as just having your players get shunted out of the drift onto this planet, and that could be the place where you were sent <laughs> yeah. and have to do this thing, um, because like, you know that's where that's where. That's where the drift crisis sent you during the drift crash. And, and so there's a lot of ways you can take these different modules and these different adventures. And one of the, the fun things about just the drift crisis book is that we go into a lot of detail about our adventure paths, our existing ones, and how you can essentially reskin, rework them to work during the drift crisis. And I believe that's a, several pages at the, at the back of the book talk about mm -hmm. you know just taking something like Dead Sons or Against the Aeon Throne and all those all those old adventure paths and like how you can kind of just spin them to work in the drift crisis. So even if you're already running a campaign, um, there's still a lot of stuff that you can do to pull in this event into your games and amp up that concept of adventuring during the drift crisis. And then so that that brings me uh to to one more which okay okay we have we have one last art piece. I'm going to it's going to it's going to be wow. Whoosh. I don't think we've talked about this one much but here 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 L let's take a look at this this fancy last art piece we have. Look at this. Look at this the look at this this floating ship in the drift uh beaten up wounded this is the cover art piece for uh the next starfinder digital one shot before the storm and this this is like uh an accomplishment in a lot of ways because as someone who's been uh working on the digital one shots for the past few now um i keep getting feedback from you know when the when the line launched and one of one of them you know i will have people regularly come up to me and be Thurston, when when can I not play a pre-generated character in one of these one-shots? I really would like to not play a pre-generated character in one of these one-shots. Well, Before the Storm is the first digital one-shot we have that really um, encourages you to create your own characters. It does provide uh, pre-generated characters in the forms of our typical iconic. So you will have that Navasi, Raya, you know, you'll, you'll have those in there for when you want to run it just for new friends who've maybe not played Starfinder. But this does talk, this one shot, and for those of you who aren't familiar, our digital one shots are short, evening long adventures that are focused on here's the adventure you can go through you can play it in essentially a sitting it comes with pre-generated characters uh but it doesn't have any of like the org play additional rules it's maybe not as um overbearing as those like modules where they might have like subsystems or are much longer and meant to be accomplished in several seats of play uh so these one shots are really just about getting new people in showing them the game and, and showing off the setting before the storm is our drift crisis tie-in one shot and what is 
to me really exciting about it and one of the things that i had as a goal when i was outlining and developing it was it ties in to the drift crash in a in several ways one it is the third option of where were you when this this event happened um canonically though it takes place just before the drift crash so you can run it as this is the drift crash moment for your party and this is what happened uh but it's meant to actually directly lead into the Drift Crashers adventure path. And you can run this one shot as essentially a prequel into Drift Crashers. And they they work that way, both of them in tandem. Um, this one is written uh, by uh, Jason Tondro, who uh, has, has, has moved on in his career, but uh, was the dev responsible for outlining and developing drift crashers and so as a result of that there's a lot of like tie-ins that we were able to work between the two and what this adventure is i'm seeing a lot of like like event horizon in essence you're traveling you and your, your party members are traveling on a shuttle through the drift and this this bow wave smashes into you and there's another ship that was caught up in this bow wave and your vessel can't send out any kind of communication. Your engines are out. And your only option is to go on board this other vessel to see if you can send out a distress signal or find out what has happened with this other vessel. And so there is that that level of exploration. And that, that art piece we sort of had um, shown previously, that that starship there is actually the the starship you'll be exploring and the map matches the artwork in a really fun and interesting way like if you look at it here you can kind of see that there's sort of multi levels in the uh the aft of the ship which is on the right hand side here so you have different like areas where you can access into the ship uh, and some of those areas are like heavy heavily damaged some of them aren't and you're really going to be able to go into it it's meant to be with these like most of these one-shot lines it's meant to be a essentially a quick and dirty space dungeon exploration. But of course, with the drift crash, uh, oh. not every, or drift, drift crisis, not everything is how it appears. So yeah, yeah. Very excited mm -hmm. for, for this one. This one is going to be, I think, very different type uh, of adventure, but kind of scratch that old style gaming itch that a lot of people have. Um, and, and yeah, I think that's uh, yet another way that you can really bring the drift crisis into your games and be a starting point. This, what we're trying to provide with a lot of these tools and a lot of these adventures is ways for you as players and participants in our world to like branch off and do your own thing. So this, this before the storm ties into drift crashers. But if you just do before the storm and you're, you're the GM who's like, I want to do my own drift crisis story, you can like take it and go in a different direction. And that all works with what we're doing. And that's sort of part of why this, this, but I do want to uh, maybe uh, bring it back to some of my other uh, panelist friends here. And I think what I would, I know, I know, big, big, big wide eyes here. As, as, as we were kind of, kind of we're, we're getting close to the end here. We're not quite there. Uh, we may have some questions, but what I'd like to go through, and this time I'm going to start in the middle, then I'm going to go to, <laughs> then I'm going to go to Keely, then I'm going to go to Jessica, just because I like keeping it, keeping it strange and awkward in how I deliver these. Uh, starting with you, so like what adventure wise do you, like really excites you about the Drift Crisis event uh, as far as what options there are for adventures now and where you kind of see this event going? Like what excites you about what's going to come out of this event like a year from now? Really big thing is I'm you really excited to see... And the big thing is I'm really excited to see what everybody comes up with more than anything else. Like I'm excited to see, I'm excited to hear what people, what what stories people wind up telling on the internet, on the social through social media. What uh, I'm excited to hear, you know, everybody's stories on Reddit, on Discord, on Twitter. Just the, the accounts of this is what we did during the drift crisis. This is what my DM came up with. Um, I think it's just a real uh, shifts like big shifts like this are always a big opportunity for people to be creative, and I'm excited to see where people take that. Awesome, awesome, and Jason, mm -hmm. what about you? Yeah, I mean that. I mean, what's all said is great. I, I also definitely want to hear what people what their solution like. It, how many people actually end up solving the drift crisis in their own campaigns, or if they just use it as an event and then sort of take on a, a you know in a year or so if they're still playing the same campaign, uh, uh, using the what happens to the drift 
canonically, which we will present uh, in the future uh, uh, for the Starfinder setting, and 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 absorbing that into their own campaign. Uh, I won't say exactly how uh, the drift is going to change once this is all over, but I will tell you that it is going to be a bit different, a touch different. Just a touch, though. not a lot. Just uh, a not, touch not, different. Not, we're not. Just, we're, just, we're, yeah. we're not. We're not completely blowing up our setting and then starting from scratch, right? We are just kind of like scrambling things up a little bit and then and then and then uh, uh, putting some of the pieces back together. But when you you know when you drop something and have the glue all the pieces back together, they don't always fit at the same time, and you end up with maybe a little a tiny little piece missing because it fell under the couch or you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, I can't wait for the adventure where we go under the couch <laughs> to find the missing trip piece. Uh, what, what about you, Jessica? What are you, what are you excited about uh, for what's coming up for, for the Drift Crisis and where it's going? So I got to agree with Sol. I'm really excited to see all the stories that everybody tells. The Drift Crisis can be, because it's such a wide event uh, and it goes for the year, it can be one of those events that can bring our community together in other ways with like the stories we tell and how we handle different things and how it worked in your campaign. So I'm excited for that. I'm also really excited to see um, in our Starfinder Society scenarios, we always have reporting conditions so you can track what you did during this scenario. I'm really excited to see what happens in our scenarios. For the Drift Crisis, all of them have things where you can tell me what happens, and I want to see how we can use that to shape our future scenarios for next year. As well as looking forward to the future, you know, post-Drift Crisis, what kind of new changes can we highlight in our adventures, and what kind of new stories can we can tell going forward? Yeah, ab- absolutely. I, I think the future is looking so cool for the drift crisis and what it can. I'll, I'll tell you, I, I've, I, I do. I maybe, maybe dabble in running games occasionally. You know, sometimes streaming them, and I'm looking at the drift crisis like, okay, so I could definitely do a whole campaign that wouldn't touch on like any of the print products we we have. Like, I don't have to do adventures. I could do something entirely different. And because there's this event, you can still have it feel like part of what's going on in the setting at the time. And like, you can do such outlandish things, and it, that just has me so excited. Like, I was I was sitting around thinking, like, okay, well, where where could I have like the drift crisis adventure of that Thirsty's going to tell start? I'm like, well. Okay, so we could have it start in an elevator and then like, I don't know, like a chunk of planner debris flies out of the drift and crashes into a planet and we go all post-apocalyptic disaster movie, right? Like that's one. The Mm -hmm. other one is I'm on the bar of a starship going through the drift and the drift crash happens and suddenly I'm like the just the bar of the ship has ended up in heaven and I've got angels coming asking like, what's the alcohol limit on that, sir? And I'm like, what's going on? And then, you know, there's just all of these these different ideas that you can use to start a game that I think is so compelling and powerful. And I'm sure that there are people out there who maybe have some questions for us about uh, adventures in the drift crisis, maybe things you might want a bit of information on. So as we've got a few minutes left here, I'm going to give the warning to people in the chat, maybe to post a question or two that we we could answer in our final minutes here. Um, Yes, Jason. while people are typing up questions, that what you, the second thing you said was one of the sort of ideas that I was uh, uh, floating for the drift, uh, you know, adventures in the drift crisis that didn't get picked up, which is just something called "Stranded in Heaven," where you know you get to heaven and they're like, "Okay, well, you're not supposed to be here, but we can't really technically let you leave because you might be demons or devils, and we don't know how you got here." So it becomes about sort of navigating the bureaucracy of heaven just to get out of it <laughs> because you're not dead; you just ended up in heaven as because of some planar nonsense. Um, which I think that would be, uh, you know, uh, if anyone else out there wants to just take that idea and run with it for their home campaign, I think that would be hilarious. Ooh, I've got a, I've got a good question here. Uh, will the crisis cause issue for the powers of some classes? Uh, that's that's very that's a very interesting question. Um, I mean, certainly the Drift Crisis book has has some like options and such that might touch on a lot of our classes. So you look like you want to jump through. Do you have an answer for this? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, it does cause, I wouldn't say it causes an issue exactly, but there is some choices for some of the classes. Like the thing that pops to mind is there's a, a new, I forget what the, the term is, but for, for the precogs, there's a new anchor basically a new the, the drift crisis can be a new point in time that the precog can latch onto as uh 
I can't remember what their proper term is, but the, uh, as the core, whatever part of their class. Um, and there's a couple of Ooh, other yeah, options for some of them. Yeah, uh, so there's a couple of other options as well for uh, some of the more mystical classes, the, the, specifically the mystic, I think. And I think, yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head which other ones, but um, they don't disrupt the classes, but there are new options, and they are quite fun. And there's lots of gear options for everybody. Yes, need more gear. All that sweet, sweet equipment. Um, <laughs> uh, see, I, I, I really like that too. And there's, there's so many ways. Like, you know, obviously the the drift crisis anchor for the precog is is powerful. But then you could easily do something like for the witch warper. You could do it for other classes too. And so maybe you're one of those people who likes writing and wants to do some Starfinder Infinite stuff. Hey, this event mm-hmm. is kind of open to all of you as well, mm-hmm. which is another <laughs> vector you can really contribute and help grow the setting in a sense. Um, and like we can't possibly do everything with this. We're trying though. We're trying. We're trying. We're trying <laughs> as much as we can, but. It'd be really, it'd be really interesting to see it. Yeah, in a year from now, what sort of uh, other options are out there? Uh, I have one that might be good for you, uh, Mr. Keeley. How do I get the mm. drift into Horizons of the Vast? That's right. Yeah. So uh, when we were uh, doing this book, we only uh, put in stuff for up to fly free or die adventure pathwise in the in the in the section you were talking about how to tie the drift crisis into to published adventures because most of Horizons of the Vast hadn't been published. Uh, or at this point, um, uh, or was being, we were working on it at the same time. Uh, so Horizons of the Vast, obviously you're out there in the vast, you're on a planet, you know, you're on a planet, you're on your own. I think the drift crisis could really impact how, just the sort of general tone of you're out there on your own, right? As it stands, it takes like, we you know, we say it just takes, every once in a while your patron shows up and unless you buy and sell things and, 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 and so that we can keep the, the, you know, the economy going and people get their gear. Um, uh, but if during a drift crisis, maybe you just, you're just stranded. You're abandoned there on, on New Horizons. Uh, uh, what is it called again? New Harmony. Um, and uh, you're just going to have to fend for yourself. So it becomes more of a survival uh, game and it gets to a point where you have to you know learn to craft your own materials and learn to craft your own weapons and armor and and all that stuff you need to go on the adventure so uh, if you wanted to use that drift crisis i would you know take place uh, maybe maybe halfway through that first adventure just sort of like everyone gets the news that the drift the, the drift on broke uh and you're not going to see help you're on you're on your own for who knows how long and then at some point, maybe it gets, a, you know, when the drift, after the drift crash happens, drift crisis is ongoing and, and the drift isn't completely unusable at that point. And so it just becomes longer, you know, f- for you to get help in, in those later volumes when you're out there sort of, you know, uh, looking to build a, a coalition with, with uh, other, other um, s- systems like the pack worlds of the Vescarium. Uh, that just takes longer, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think I think that's. Uh, I see one about uh, biohacker and envoy. I think that, like the the book is out. You will have to check it out. I don't think we got all the classes in in uh, Drift Crisis like for specific class options. But don't worry, don't worry. We you know are always doing more class options, and there's always fun back matter and future future books. Uh, you maybe saw I think Interstellar Species uh, got a bit of a shout out, and that's going to have some cool new options at least for some mm-hmm. of our species. Uh, and we were we're always working on stuff. It's so hard. I I don't know what I can talk about and what I can't talk about sometimes you know, like, <laughs> obvious obviously we are working on rules and we we love all of our classes equally but i love the precog the most because i wrote it so you know uh but we love them all equally uh yeah so and you know seeing like space survival sounds really fun i, I think that's going to be one of the the stories you're going to hear a lot about with the drift crisis mm-hmm. from these first few days is people who are going to go through that drift crash event they're going to have their stories again a lot of the the products we've talked about today really hit on the where were you when the drift crisis happened when the drift crash occurred and from there we're going to start seeing those games spread out as like drift crashers goes goes further in we have the case files releasing we're really going to be seeing how they evolve from the day the drift crashed to living through the crisis and i think you'll you'll be seeing a lot more content on that and i'm really excited just to to hear from everyone here in chat and in our communities 
what their experience with this event looks like. Because again, it's something so radically new that we haven't done in a book yet. We're, we're still sussing it out and trying to figure out how this is all going to come together. Um, but I think almost like everyone is just so excited to see what's, where it's going and what you, our players and fans are going to do with it. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's sus. Okay. That we, oh, good. We're going to end on an Among Us reference. Very good. <laughs> we did it, everybody. Always. Um, unless, uh, is there, I, I think we're, we're coming up just at the end of our time, unless there's anyone else has anything to add before we, uh, we say our goodbyes. Uh, don't forget that we have the the Discord channel afterwards. We'll, we'll yes. uh, at least a few of us will be on there. If you have any other questions we didn't get to, um, uh, or just want to chat with us, come there. Yep, yep. And uh, before we go, I will I will once again start on the far right, go, going going left towards myself. Starting with Jessica, if you want to give give any shout outs before we go and, and say your goodbyes. <laughs> Sorry, I drew Shrug. a total blank. <laughs> I do have shout-outs. Thanks for everybody for coming out to PaizoCon. Thank you for all of our volunteers, all of our players, all of our uh, organizers. Oh my gosh, so many people come together, especially on the organized play side and within um, the, the Paizo team to make any one of these cons go off. So thank you for everybody for uh, putting in all the work that you do. Yeah, so... Uh, honestly, yeah, just they did everything just said. Um, thank you all. It's, I hope everyone's having fun. It's great to see you. I hope this is going to be a great weekend. So, Jason, hey, yes, uh, again, yeah, as always, thanks to everyone and uh, stay safe out there, everybody. Stay safe, indeed. Uh, everyone, thank you for coming by to this panel. Um, we all love you very much and appreciate your time and being a part of PaizoCon, being a part of Starfinder, and hopefully being a part of the Drift Crisis event that, as you can hopefully tell, we are all super passionate about. And we look forward to hearing your stories and hearing what exact tales and trials and tribulations you have in the Drift Crisis in the coming days, weeks, and months. Uh, it's really exciting time for us here at Paizo. Again, thank you all. Uh, you can catch all of us on our social medias, which were underneath the bar. If you're one of the YouTube people, you can go back and find those. Otherwise, <laughs> um, thank you all for watching. We're gonna we're gonna duck out now, and uh, I believe next up we, we maybe have something uh, something dark archive related. So stay tuned for that. Thanks all. We'll see you on the other side of the drift crisis. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye.